and welcome to AIO Audio News. Rhea, this episode is 29 minutes long. I know. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and tell us why that's important? You, this is you imp- think it is. Yeah, well, you don't think it is. Anybody well, listening to this will understand why this is important. I mean, well, I mean, not anybody. You know, it's <laughs> it's okay. But here's the thing. I'm good at wasting time. <clears throat> Four minutes is not that much. <laughs> no, not, that's that's the thing. Like, there, I as an audio editor, and as, like, I've listened to Odyssey for a long, long time. This is true. They can pack a lot into four minutes. Mm-hmm. And episodes that are significant, like The Long End Part 2, what else? There are, Like, Clara, there's a lot of emotional character development that happens in that four minutes. And if you're it's building true. a scene, you're making a story, and you have to cut something out, that's detrimental to the story. So the fact that they left five minutes of audio in this thing... It's, this episode is five minutes longer than the last one. Think about how much that happened in the last episode. I just hope that they fix things <laughs> or right. completely wreck it. Well, that's you can't wreck it more and then fix it in the amount of time they've got. I think I think in twenty nine minutes. I think in twenty four minutes, maybe not twenty nine minutes. I think there's a there's a fighting chance that this thing is going to go down. Okay. That something's going to happen. Okay. So I re-listened to the last one, part one again today. Still blown away by it. I think it's fantastic. It was really good. Um and. You want to? Do you have any predictions for what's going to happen in this episode? Well, like I said, either they're going to start to fix things with her because you can't be completely better after something like this within an episode. Like it's going right. to be a progression, or it's going to go way downhill and she's either going to meet a tragic end or run away. Right. I don't. I don't think she's. I don't think there's going to be an end. I hope that there's not going to be a, I'm a saying, tragic end to her character. It's either got to get better or it's got to get worse. Right. But the way they've been amping this up and then suddenly releasing a two-part episode called The Lost One, they need to do something. It's not, they it's can't not, just keep it at a standstill. It's like not suddenly said. releasing. It, it would have been released in in December anyway. Yeah, they released it early. They did release it early, but, but it's not like this was a surprise to the schedule. This was always going to happen these were always going to be the next two episodes just not now sure why is that a problem i'm just saying these aren't just normal we're just releasing an album here's two of the episodes these seem to be a little bit more important they cannot just leave this at a standstill okay and if oh okay i see what you're saying my prediction for this is that uh, olivia so far isn't cut off from her parents yet right we haven't really heard anything from her parents but we have seen that potentially there's something else going on at home yeah and I want to know what that is because I, his comment yeah. in the last episode was kind of scary mm-hmm. about – ooh, that was a mix of freaky oh, yeah. and scary, which is why it sounded Can weird. you live with that? <laughs> yes, and, exactly. And the music and like her – If there's a God, can you live with that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. I want to know what that was about. And right. then I don't think they're going to do anything else with Martina because they showed why they did right. that because right. it ended up being a betrayal. I want to see how Zoe's doing. Mm-hmm. I think Zoe might be out of the picture until the finale of this episode. No, they have to keep her because they just started to do progressions with Miss Adelaide and then the competition between her and the other editor to get the, possess- the right, position that, within the news. But that culminated in the uh, climax of the last episode. Yeah, but that is still going on. And she is closely related that's not to so... Olivia, even if it is through Wit sure. or Connie. But that's not... We're still going to see her, just maybe not in relation to... Olivia. But that's not really still going on because they just broke off their friendship in the last yes, episode. But she is still devastated, which means she's probably yeah. going to be talking to Wit or Connie or her parents or somebody. We're but, probably going to yeah. end up seeing that. But I don't think we're I don't think we're going to I I honestly don't think we're going to see that because if we're going to pack if we're going to finish this with Olivia, assuming all of that's this, what they're going to do, all of this has got to be spent on Olivia, and I I think it's going to be uh, an alternate Rydell situation where we don't see the kids until the very end of the thing. I don't know. It's possible. Yeah. I really don't know what they're going to do. But I think I think what's going to happen is, we're, is there, there's going to be something going on at home and that situation is going to get even worse and Leonid is going to push Olivia farther and farther down and finally she's going to break. 
That is gonna, that is probably going to happen. Right. Just a matter of how. And that and that break, something's going to happen. I don't know how she's going to get out of this. I really have no idea. Yeah. But I'm expecting a fight. I hope the writers do. <laughs> I'm expecting a, a spiritual battle with Leonid. Well, it's Leonid. already a spiritual battle. It, it is, but like a, an actual like she's she's giving in to him. I re-listened. To, I re-listened to it, and she, she Leonid, she's not pushing back against Leonid. She seems in the more last and more resigned. She has stated that she's irritated that he's around. No, and no, doesn't no. Leave. No, she's not irritated. She's been like, you're still here. Yeah, like, but why she don't wants him to be leave? There. She wants him to be there from the from the beginning of last time she's she's like uh like she's playing along with him she's like oh you miss me you've only been away for three hours she uh, maybe in triple dark sunday a little bit she was a little irritated i don't think that she necessarily wants him i do think there's a part of it that's he's the only one that doesn't seem to be judging her Mm -hmm. and walking with her through these doubts introducing the doubts which is where she is right now and she's feeling like she can't go to friends or family so all that she can do is have this imaginary friend Mm quote-unquote that she can have these conversations with which are ultimately being very destructive yep yep And, and so i think that like in terms of the spiritual battle that's going on, obviously there is, but she, but she's not fighting it. She's giving in. She so is. I think, I think, that's event, true. I think because eventually she's trying to do it on her own, and I, she's being yeah. complacent. I think at about the, about the twenty minute mark, maybe the 20, 21 minute mark. This is why this is important. At twenty two minutes, the episode's almost over. You got credits. Yeah. But we'd have seven more minutes left. So I think at the twenty two minute mark, that's where Olivia is going to start fighting. And Maybe. that's where we're going to see an actual, like an actual battle, where like she quotes scripture to him, and he, like he, he, like he, like no, jumps back, like oh, no, that's no. not going to work. You don't think that's going to work? Right now, I'm starting to wonder if she even is a Christian in herself, or if it uh. was always through her parents. If that is the case, this first of all, this cannot be just her. This needs to involve other people, if for no other reason than for Odyssey to show that with spiritual issues, you should have someone walking with you yep. through this. Mm-hmm. She cannot do this all on her own. So I do not believe it's going to end with just her quoting scripture. Maybe not her. Needed, especially okay. because we've seen her with scripture around him, and obviously it didn't have the effect. Instead, it had the effect of her putting it away because it was like mm. pepper spray to his eyes, right. as well, he said. What is pepper spray to him? So like, yes. if she were to come back with maybe the name of Jesus? It needs, no. She cannot do this. It needs to be her with friends or family, strong spiritual mentors and friends in her life to help her through this, especially if she's not a Christian in the first place, because then her words have no power against him. Right. I didn't say that it'll be her by herself. Like there there could be somebody else with her. If this is spiritual, this is definitely spiritual. um, Dang it. What's the word? I always forget the word. Ah, uh, warfare. warfare. Thank you. This <laughs> is definitely spiritual warfare. So we are going to need to see scripture and the name of Jesus and stuff yes. like that and prayer being right. used strongly. We just don't know who's going to be there and who's going to be involved and how that's going to end up playing out. But that's going to need to be involved. Mm-hmm. I'm ready for this episode to be the best episode of all time. I just... I really hope that and you're if, not disappointed. <laughs> here's the criteria. If, if, they, if I'm satisfied with this episode mm-hmm. at all, then it's the best. If I'm not satisfied with this episode, then we have bigger problems. But if Marshall Younger no, no, if Marshall Younger pulls this off, then yeah, I will have no words at the end of this thing. Okay, let's uh, let's just listen. All right, let's find out what it is. Let's do this. The Lost One Part Two, Episode Nine Twenty Nine. Oh my goodness! You good? Yes. I don't know. Well, it was in the uh, when Zoe when when you realized Zoe wasn't there. I'm curious now. Is she like self harm? I was, I was or something thinking like about that, it, or? and I was like, I'm not quite sure which way this is gonna go. Because if it just ends with Olivia being saved and deciding that she's been a jerk and that she doesn't really know what's right and wrong, and she's hurting people around her, and she's gonna be saved, and she needs Jesus in her life, that'd be a really boring climax. Which is reality. Hmm. 
but not good radio. And then Zoe didn't show up. Uh-huh. I'm not saying that anything terrible is happening with Zoe because she didn't show up to the play. Maybe. But I'm starting to wonder because we have not heard anything from Witt's friend from childhood, married his sister. Uh, Wilson. Thank you. We have not heard anything yet episode, from yeah. Wilson about the one of three will fall. We did. Well, back in Triple Darker Sunday, uh, Olivia was uh, like, Wilson found out that Olivia was questioning her faith and that she was researching Leonid Sepinov. And Wilson says, one of three will fall. Yeah, and but there was never a confirmation that it was Olivia. We've just assumed it because there's the episode The Lost One. Oh. I'm starting to wonder if maybe because of all of these things happening with Zoe, Zoe gets lost. if something awful is going to happen because obviously all these awful things are happening. Okay. She's devastated. She's crying class. She just lost her best friend. She lost editorial position. And the pain that comes from someone that you love betraying you and acting revenge on you that way, that's awful we have not seen how that affected her but obviously she's been affected dramatically Mm -hmm. that we even saw in um was it set of watchmen while they were in the woods and she cut herself absolutely yep i'm wondering if maybe something is going to happen with zoe that will then affect olivia and then cause her to fix what's going on with her because of zoe falling that would be incredible uh storytelling yes now i want to push back a little bit because in triple decker sunday um uh Zoe comes to Wilson and says, mm-hmm. I have a question about a friend. And Zo- and Wilson says, Olivia's doubting her faith. Zoe says, you knew? He said, mm-hmm, I suspected. And yeah. I felt God telling me. Yeah. So I felt God telling me. He's thinking that the one of three will fall applies to that. So I don't know how I entirely how I feel if it turns around. It's like, you but, thought it was Emily. I don't know. Oh, you thought it was Zoe. Oh, you thought it, oh, you thought it was Olivia for we this? We haven't heard this. anything from him saying who fell? We saw him being all dramatic and chaotic when they went on the ski mm-hmm. trip, thinking that one of them were going to physically fall, then being like, oh, wait, Olivia's doubting her faith. Maybe this is it. So he's kind of jumping to conclusions every which way. Okay. And I do think that God can tell someone that someone's in spiritual issues without necessarily fulfilling something that you've heard from God previously. Okay, okay. No, no, that's good. So, that's good. Yep, good call. Good I'm call. very curious because that would seem to be a better ending than her just coming to faith, even though that can be dramatic and wonderful, and that is something we should celebrate. Mm-hmm. It's not the best way to end a story, at least the way that this is starting out. Yep. Because yep. right now, Olivia is making everything seem normal, and she's mm-hmm. acting like everything is fine, mm-hmm. and like, we can just get over this and ignore my issues, treat me normally, we're okay. Right. It's not as dramatic because she's normalizing it, and so I'm not quite sure where that's going to go. Yeah. But I'm a little nervous that we haven't heard anything from Zoe. They just keep telling us what's going on with her. No, no. That, that that's she's important. not okay. That's important because I'm going to go like full like writer hat on right now. Analyzing story structure. Mm-hmm. So this last episode does stand really well on its own. And if nothing happens after that, we're good. It's very true. But in this one, we get the follow-up. We actually get the play, which is great. Something we didn't get with like in alternate right now, we actually got the, um, mm-hmm. the drama festival, mm-hmm. which is why I like that. There was a good follow-up to that. Chekhov's gun. You know how that works, right? If it's a gun on a mental piece, you that gun's got to go off at one point during mm-hmm. the during the the writing. So, this is like Odyssey episodes are usually broken up into Act One, Act Two, Act Three, Segment yeah. One, Segment Two, Segment Three. We just heard Segment One. Mm-hmm. Now, Act One is supposed to set up what the dramatic need is for the character and, and what the plot is. Everything that has happened so far has around Zoe. Zoe, something's going on with Zoe. Yeah. But that doesn't right. quite fill all of the gaps because we still don't know what the thing going on at home is for Olivia. Mm-hmm. Right. And that will probably be revealed at the end of Act Two yeah. based on story structure. And that will bring Zoe back if there's something going on with Zoe. And then Act Three will be the final confrontation. 
with Leonid, I think, or yeah. however that comes about. Yeah. Because Leonid's got to go. He's Olivia's, like he's, he's Olivia's just, best friend right now. I'm like, I, I, I don't know. I feel like Odyssey is just going to make it like the end of the scene. We're checking back after a week or two. They're like, how are you doing? She's like, oh, I'm good. I had an imaginary friend for six weeks. He just hasn't showed up lately. I hope they don't do that, but I feel like they might just. We end will it find that out way. in a mere what twenty minutes. Yeah. How long was that first segment? Oh, minutes. twenty-two minutes. See, this, this episode is massive. You'll come to find out how important episode lengths are eventually. But okay. Then. Anyway, we talked about the theme a lot and the themes of like suffering mm-hmm. and all the questions that Olivia has. Mm-hmm. Um, special thank you to Andrea who commented on the worth it reaction that I put out yesterday. Um, and she uh, said that she like she gave a, a little bit of her thoughts on the questions that we raised, and she also brought up um, that like maybe my judgment was clouded because of Rydell, because of, of Wit, okay. and actually read um, Ben Kempf uh, or Ben Warren's review of Higher Than Our Ways. He's an Odyssey reviewer who does uh, reviews okay. on his website, and he was also suffering from the same thing, like constantly comparing Wit in this one, or like, constantly comparing the stuff in that episode to Rydell. Like okay. maybe he did it twice as a joke, but I'm like, yeah, we're both we're both suffering under the lens of critical Rydell theory. Yeah. <laughs> Which was a phrase I coined last night with Allie. She okay. thought it was really funny. But anyway, um, that uh, the themes of these episodes uh, all throughout this six-parter, um, Marshall Younger has been presenting his thesis of what he believed. I think what he's trying to say, the Bible says about evil and suffering and the problems. Mm-hmm. We got and all throughout we've got the we've had answers after answer after answer. Mm-hmm. And even as we've been getting the answers, like from Wilson at the church service, and then Ava at the end of the first episode, mm-hmm. and then Triple Decker Sunday with uh, Wilson talking to to Zoe, mm-hmm. and then Set a Watchman with Connie, and then Wit and the program, and there's been all this all this stuff building onto, onto mm-hmm. it. And I think that the um, one of the most powerful is Connie saying, where do you get your sense of morality? Mm-hmm. And saying that the Bible has the best the, the best moral code. If you follow, if everyone followed, followed the Bible, wouldn't it be so much better? Yeah. And I think that is the that is Marshall Younger's thesis statement. He's seeding his thesis all throughout this episode that if you were to take all of that, you get a uh, an incredible – I don't know um, what the exact word for it is, but it's like a, a doctrinal summary of the problem of evil. That he's written here. Mm-hmm. I think that's marvelous the way he did that, the way he hmm. seeded that in. Okay. That's just me being able to analyze writing. But anyway, now back to the episode. Okay. All right, let's go. Yep. I guess no one's home. Maybe what? Whip's end. No! No! The train! The train! Oh, be quiet. Oh, what? I'm sorry. <sighs> so that segment was just what? Four scenes? Basically. Basically two. Um, and I'm glad that that scene didn't have her talking to Zoe and resolving everything. Mm-hmm. I'm glad. I that thought the- I was about to do that. I was about to be like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, Olivia has to go darker. You can't do it that easily. Oh, my right. goodness. We've still but, got. Oh, my gosh. This whole segment is less. Oh, this is 15. This it's is a 15. This is a, a, what, a 17 minute long segment of an episode. This is the longest segment of an episode I've ever seen. I am absolutely Whoa. convinced now that Leonid is demonic. Reason. She might not be demonic possessed. It is definitely demonic. It is not her own thoughts. And you can see that from the conversation that just happened while she was trying to go see Zoe. Can we can, Okay, said, so can we, can we jump something just real quick before then? Sure. So, like, I, I just want to touch on the Ava-Zoe yeah. dynamic. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, love yeah. that. Yeah. I love it that was too, so sweet. Too I was strong so Christian. happy to see yeah. that. I could tell there was a tension there. There was something that was a little off. And I could see, the, like, the emotion in their faces, which but was really I felt good. so glad to see how Ava was reacting because yes. we have not seen her since the very beginning when she wanted to pray with Olivia. Olivia didn't want to. She said, let me know when you 
want to pray again. Yeah. We have not heard her since then, and that's a little concerning because when you tell your kid, we don't need to pray, let me know when you want to pray again. And then it never happens and again. And then never talking to her oh, again. Not that yeah. that's what happened, but that's right. all we No, I know, seen. I know, yeah. That's just a little concerning. So I, I loved seeing her perspective and knowing that she's aware and that she's talking about that because she said God is still chasing after her. He's yeah. not going to give up Beautiful on her. Beautiful line. And we shouldn't either. Mm. It's, it's a little bit concerning though because just because somebody is struggling and God is chasing after them and you don't want to give up on them, right. it does not mean you need to be involved. Right. It does not. Right. Especially does not mean you need to feel like it's your responsibility to fix this. Right. Because so Olivia's, just want to say that. Olivia's mature enough. It's very different. Oh. You cannot fix them right. just because you want to, don't want to give up on them. Right. That's Olivia, different. Olivia's mature enough to, be, to know how to seek out answers. And she's trying, but yeah. it just didn't work this last time. Now let's talk about Leonid. You were saying you, you believe he's demonic now. Yes. Because that last conversation was very, very eye-opening. Especially because what did he – he said um, – he said, "You need to get rid of. You need all to get rid of all the voices that you've outgrown now that you know the truth." I thought he was going to say her parents, and that that would have been even. That's what he was going for. Yeah, that is what he's talking about because he's been leading her to rebel against the things that they've taught her, including eating healthy, not lying, not going after revenge. All these things are things that her parents have taught her mm-hmm. that she's rejecting. Oh, so good she point. is yeah. rebelling against her parents, especially because she broke that habit with her mom to pray every night. Mm-hmm. She is rebelling against her parents, and these, it's okay. When you hear voices in your head, it's one of three things. It's your thoughts, it's the enemy, or it's God. This is not God. No. And this is not her thoughts. Mm -hmm. Because in that last scene where it was showing her talking to Lena, she was like, I finished the paper. Why are you still here? We heard that when she was talking to her mom, she wished she had chosen a different subject. So she obviously does not want him around, which we've seen little bits and pieces of. But as you said, she hasn't really fought to get rid of him. She's sort of gotten used to having Mm -hmm. him there, even though she doesn't necessarily like it. There is probably a comfort to it, knowing that there's somebody, even in her subconscious, supposedly, who understands her and isn't judging her. But he is pushing her in the complete opposite direction that she is wanting to go. These are not her thoughts. Mm -hmm. He's telling her to reject her friends and family. And when she heard that, she ran in the opposite direction, went to go see Zoe. Right. Because that terrified her. And guess what? she did not want that. Didn't work. Do you think Leonid was – I don't know. Maybe there was something that – I I know God works all things for good in in the end. But you think there was some kind of influence there that – What do you mean? Like maybe – like she wanted that to go. See, her to she wa- no, no. That she wanted to go see Kelp, but just so happened at that time there wasn't anyone there. I think that that's foreshadowing. I think something bad is about to happen because mm-hmm. we know that there was a personal thing that right. happened at Woodsend that does not happen very often. The one I think th- they're praying. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Which is what I, I came think they're up praying with. For Olivia. Yes. To pray for or Zoe, because something happened. Ooh. Is what I'm wondering. Okay. Because when they said that, the thing that popped into mind was when Wit was praying for Janice, because Janice was with the book writer who was asking uh, her Jana. to come. Janna. Yeah. They, oh my, did I say Janice? Yes. Oh my gosh. Janice Jana. Mitchell. Janice Mitchell <laughs> oh is goodness. Katrina's roommate at. Uh, at Thank the college you. in Chicago. I don't know why I said Janice. <laughs> Jana. He was praying for Jana because he felt a pressure on him. He felt yep. something awful because he knew something yep, yep, yep. bad was happening spiritually, yeah. specifically. And so he was praying for her and mm. then he was praying with Jason for her and they closed the shop for that. Uh huh. Then we saw that again. 
I don't remember exactly what happened, but Wit was praying, and he told Connie that he felt something push him over, and that he felt very weighed down. That was Castles and Cauldrons. That was Castles and Cauldrons. Yes, and, and actually, the, the reference in uh, Between the Lines, which is what you just mentioned with him praying for Jana, was the same as Castles and Cauldrons. Uh, yeah. Nathan Hubler and Kathy Buchanan confirmed this, I think. Yeah, because then we saw him talking to his doctor, and she's like, this has happened before. Yep. So then they figured yeah, I like out, that. this I really is like not... That. Like, I'm a doctor, but I'm also a Christian. I'm your friend. You know me. Spiritual. This is not physical. This is spiritual. Mm-hmm. This is not – oh, never mind. For some reason, I'm thinking that Wit isn't there. Wit is there. He is at Whitson. He's still working there. It's yeah. not just um, – dang it, words. Wilson. Wilson. But Wilson you. doesn't even work at Whitson. <laughs> he doesn't work at Whitson. But that it's is often where, he, where, where we see him. Right. We you see him there. See He's hanging out there. Um, can I jump back to story structure for a second? Sure. I think story structure is important here because we've gone through Act 1 mm-hmm. and – the beginning of Act Two. Mm-hmm. So now that we, I mean, maybe it's still a little unclear where things are going. Yeah. We know it involves Zoe. We know we know there's something in Olivia's past. We still don't know what that thing is. That's gonna be revealed. That can't it be revealed. Needs in, to be. So by definition, that thing can't be revealed in Act Three. That has to be revealed in Act Two for there to be the proper fallout in Act Three. Okay. Be, because like the way story but we structure, are, we are less than halfway through. So exactly. Like, right. But we're two segments. But we're two segments in. Yeah. So I think the way this is going to go is we're going to get this segment contains Acts Two and Three, and here's why that's really important. That the that the what the commercial breaks already happened, because what is going to happen in Act Two is going to be so important that you can't cut commercial. You have to just keep going. Oh, I wondered why it was so yeah. short before the next segment. Yeah, that's, I think, what's going to happen here. Okay. So. Let's do it. I Let's need to, do it. I need We're going to do this. All next. right. I can't wait. This is the end. This is the end. This of... probably isn't the end. We still have over half of the thing left. It's probably going to stop again. No, it's not going to stop again. I ch- there are only three segments in an episode, Rhea. There's segment one, segment Seriously, two, segment Seriously, the rest of this is all is one? one segment. Really? Yes. Oh, We're doing okay. this. Let's okay. get this thing done. Okay. All right, okay. here we go. Okay. Three, two, one, zero. It's so good. It's so good. Hello? Oh, I'm scared. Ma- Mom? Dad? That voice. There's something wrong. Is anybody home? What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> she can't talk to anyone. <laughs> What's going on? What's up? Dear God. I, uh... What are you doing, oh. Olivia? Praying. God, I guess. Are you sure you want to do that? Have you really thought this through? Because if you believe that God is listening to you, it means you'll have to face up to what you did. Oh, come on. What is it? We're in the final segment. Tell us what she did. Are you ready to do that for the rest of your life? Oh, what? that burden, Olivia. No, no, no. What is it? She's why he died. It's, it's my fault. What are you talking about? She's why oh, he died. Wow. 
Ooh. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. I do. I have mixed thoughts. Oh my goodness. I did not know where that was going. It did not go the way I thought, but I am so glad that that happened. Yep. Yeah. I am. I'm wondering the one thing oh I'm hung. Oh my one thing I'm. One thing I'm hung up on that's, that's I'm keeping so me from excited. like. I'm so excited. This is amazing. So one thing here. Is, I really wanted to scream in the middle of recording, but no, I decided. No. I wanted to. you to. I wanted. Oh you to. my gosh! That was so cool. So here's the thing. Do you think? Let me let me run this by you. <laughs> the thing that that caused her to loot to fall from faith. Or the, th- the question of faith was she prayed for the ski trip and it happened. Is that realistic? Is that good? Like, is does that make the, does that sound for the story? Or yeah. Which, or, when, at the okay, beginning, explain it to me. Well, at the beginning when she did pray and then it ended up happening, obviously that wasn't traumatic. And in reality, it's not traumatic. It's not rational to think that because you prayed for a miracle that then you're the person to blame for something that happened on a ski trip that happened to do with that miracle. That's not realistic because there are so many personal decisions that have to be had after the trip was even there. Like who was going to go and what trip they were going to take and which place they were going to go to, who was going to actually ski, who was going to stay at the lodge with people who didn't want to ski, which way were they going to go? There Mm -hmm. were so many different options. It's obviously rationally not her fault. But when you add in... Because think about it, right after the tragedy happened, she was given her paper. She picked the philosopher, lineage. It was all in a row. Yeah, yeah. Then she started feeling. We've established that was Satan. Well, I'm still willing to have room for the fact that it was a demon and not Satan, but it was definitely of the devil and of the enemy. That scene where he's talking. Oh my gosh, I got chills. His voice changed. I I was like, yes. Uh, Because we knew it was a masquerade and a facade this whole time with all the jokes to make it seem innocent. Yep, yep. Like, Oh and like my and like gosh, going back, I wanted to scream at going that back part because I was like, "This is what I've been waiting for." Going back for. to Triple Decker Sunday, where I stopped the recording after the first segment, I was like, "Okay, we got to talk about this. This is demonic." And you're like, oh, "I think this might just be her head." And then we did slow- I say that? You said that in the beginning. Really? Yeah. I and thought I was saying it's been not demonic. from the beginning. That, then really? we flopped. And okay. I was like, "Okay, I'm willing to think that this might be something in her head." And okay. you're like, "No, I think this is demonic." Okay. And then that's been our theory the whole time. Well, I definitely showed up yesterday thinking that it was demonic, and it was definitely it, demonic. Yes. That may like I had. But chills. I was also right. We're she starts I quoting the Bible. But I, I was right. She she quotes the Bible and he leaves. That part is the only part that I'm not entirely set on. But that but that isn't as realistic. Yes, Scripture does do that. The only thing is that's not the end of it. No. Very rarely we, is it clean cut over. No. Because he'll come back. But we started to see it when she realized there are people who care about her, when she was starting yes. to say yes to Mrs. Norton and stuff like that. Yes. That was the beginning of coming back and Wit's advice to her. Just um, just nitpicking on that a little bit. Right. Because, I don't know. No, no, feel free to nitpick. I, I want to go. Like, I am positive. I'm happy with how they ended it. They did a great job. That is something that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. What Wit said, I was so happy with him, little disappointed they didn't follow up with it. He is absolutely right. When you accept that lies that the enemy tells you, and those are lies. Mm-hmm. Those are lies. We don't necessarily tell lies to ourselves. He is the father of lies. Yeah. That is what the Bible calls him. He is the father of lies. He told lies in the garden. He told lies when he was talking to Jesus. He tells us lies. He was lying to her. He told her the lie that she was alone, the lie that it was her fault, and the lie that she should feel shame about it and she should and isolate not tell anyone. herself. Which is so realistic and so dangerous because that's what happens. Something that's not our fault. Back to what you were saying originally. Actually, we never got back to that. 
something that's not actually her fault, you add on to that lies. You reinforce that. You start little, like, like the enemy is genius. Mm -hmm. He is very, very smart. Mm -hmm. And you can see that through these episodes, even though they're not necessarily true, what happens in there is true. This does happen. The enemy is very cunning and skilled. And you can see that he made it so that way she was pushing people away slowly but surely. It wasn't even you should get rid of your family at first. It was just little comments like, does this really matter? And like, is this like in the garden? Is this really what God said? Adding little seeds of doubt, mm -hmm. little seeds of maybe this is okay. Maybe I can go this way. Oh, wait, now that I'm going this way, I don't need them. That's old. I'm behind that now. Mm -hmm. Like he said, you have to get rid of the voices that you have outgrown now that you know the quote unquote truth. Mm. This is what he's been doing the entire time, isolating herself. And then you saw it culminate when his voice changed and he revealed who he yeah. really was. Mm -hmm. And he said, that's what I've been telling you. And she didn't react. You are alone. And she didn't you react to that. pray to God. She knew it was him the whole time. you know what you did. She knew, she pretty much knew it was Satan the whole time. And like, because she didn't have a reaction. Like, what? Why is your voice changing? But no, no. She she knew. And I'm, she not, knew that she I'm not certain that she knew, but... I'm not so she had totally surprised yeah. that she didn't um, change. First of all, because that would have been very out of place in the story. Yeah. For her to all of a sudden be like, wait a minute, what just happened to your voice? Yeah. Um, but also, like, it was very in keeping with how she was feeling with the silence and, like, the eerie train that we heard in the distance that mm -hmm. you freaked out about. <laughs> and then yeah. all of the, like, the doorbells and the empty house that she went to, the empty house she came back to because her mom was there before she left. And then all of this, like, there's empty and nobody's here and i'm alone and it sounded like it was getting closer to night i'm maybe this is just my mind but in my mind i'm imagining that it's nighttime it's like you just see the darkness yep, you yep. didn't hear her turn on the light no, she just I see walked that. into the house assuming yep. that there would be someone so in my mind i was seeing her sitting in the kitchen all the lights off feeling completely alone there's shadows everywhere silence the eerie silence that fills in. a house and she's crying. crying thinking maybe there's hope maybe i can go to this place and then he tried to snuff that out and said you can't go to him, and you know it. You are alone. There's nothing that you can do about it because you know what you did. Mm -hmm. And as far as story structure goes, we have a Deus Ex Machina. Mm -hmm. but, I don't know what that means. Uh, uh, like, so it what what happens in, in old Greek tragedy? Uh, often what they would often what they would do is lower uh, a god like uh, like from the sky down onto the stage, and he would fix all the problems and then go away. Okay. So that, they call that a Deus Ex Machina when there's okay. something that randomly appears on a story. Yeah. Um, um, but it's it fits with what we've established so far that she can't she she's not supposed to be alone that there are people who care who care about her yeah and wit shows up I was so glad that he showed up yes. I was getting That's really good. scared where That's that was really going mm -hmm. because realistically that takes a dark turn and if real she fast. stayed alone she can't she couldn't get out of that by herself no she had to have somebody no, no, no. intervene That's why wit you being can't. there is good That's also what I was getting to yeah. What he said was absolutely true. When you accept those lies, which are lies that she was believing, when you accept that, that is what the Bible calls a foothold mm -hmm. that you have given to the enemy. Mm -hmm. That doesn't just go away by reading verses. No, and he I don't might, think it did. He'll run away because it is the power of God. And she, at that point, whether she wasn't before or if it was just reaffirmed or whatever, at that point, she definitely was a Christian. She had the Holy Spirit. She was confident in it. And reading she the verses had the, had the power yes. of, of the word of God. And she was doing it to rebuke him. Yes, that's what time. Jesus did. But yeah. that does not get rid of the foothold that you've given the enemy. 
mm-hmm. saying scripture and saying things to make the enemy go away doesn't get rid of the fact that you've given him no, and part I think, of your mind I think and the, part of your life. That is why he said you need to pray and say, I'm giving these lies back to you, Satan. You do not get to tell me this anymore. I am rejecting it. It is going back to hell where it came from. I'm going to accept and proclaim the truth that I know and the faith that I have mm-hmm. and the salvation that God has given me. You do not have control in my yes. life in this place anymore. It and doesn't just happened. go away, though. No, and I think that I think that it'll, co- it'll I keep think, coming. Back. I think she. I think she that. started to move the foothold by bringing Christ back in when um, when they all gathered around her, and I, as in they laid hands on her, and Wilson repeated the, the Christmas bells, which was excellent callback. Excellent. No, yes. the final scene paralleling the first scene of this uh, of the six part arc was great, but I, I think that it wasn't that. Like I think when she got back to her room and Layden was there, she was already, already, yeah. already like, "You're from the devil. You're you have yeah. no power." Because she me was anymore. starting to get really scared before Witch showed up, and then he and then, said and the then exact came, things that he said. He said, "That is the enemy," right? And she was like, "Yeah." That's yeah, and she was enemy. scared of him. And then and like I think also like he kind of knew that he didn't have power over her anymore because he was trying to go back to humor. And she was like, "Well, I'm going to read the Bible." He's like, "No, no, no, no. Okay, yeah. I, I've I've lost. Yeah. I've, I've lost her." It's kind of like what he was. But this like this kind of scares me a little bit just because of it didn't quite finish it. You don't get ri- you don't move the foothold. You don't get rid of the foothold simply by becoming right. a Christian. Right. God can do miraculous things but, when you become yeah. a Christian. He can change your mm-hmm. life. He can change your habits. He can do all of that. Yes. It doesn't happen every time. No, and I you don't... see that even with Mary right. in the Bible with Jesus. She mm-hmm. was with Jesus even after she was walking with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And they show this also in The Chosen. Great show. Okay. But <laughs> it shows her going back to those things. And we do know that the disciples even, they would go back to old habits. Some of them went back to fishing because they didn't know what else to do because they felt like God had failed them because he died. And like mm-hmm. we or saw... Or Jesus died. Yes. Jesus died, yeah. You, you cannot just assume that because all of a sudden you're a Christian and all of a sudden because you have faith, those things are going to go away. If that was true, we would be perfect as soon as we become saved. We're obviously not. There are still habits that follow you. That's called sanctification. That is different than salvation. Mm-hmm. These things with right. yeah, I, I read about spiritual that recently. warfare, mm-hmm. you can't just assume it goes away. Absolutely not. No, right. He's there's, not going to give up a part of your life that you've given to him. Right. You and, need to take it back intentionally. Right, and God will keep working in her life to, yeah. to bring that to bring that to his fullness and make sure that Satan stays out and that these lies stay out. But right? it's not just God with her. There are it's the other people. even in the it's Bible. The right. No. Even what? in the Bible, you need to say just like there are power in your words, there's power in baptism, proclaiming and showing to the world that you've been saved. It's not required for salvation, but it is a part of demonstrating it, mm-hmm. those things. You need to say and proclaim to the enemy, you can't have this anymore. And that's what she you did. You can't just assume that it's not there. That's she, what she never did, did it. She, ne- she didn't? She never did. Wit said, you need to pray and say, Satan, you cannot have this. I'm rejecting this lie that you've given me. I'm not keeping it. I'm claiming. No, that's what she said. She said you need to get out. She said you need she to She did. Yeah. And that she was it. She did. That was she it. She was telling him to get out of her mind and everything. Because. That's different than saying this is not true. No, you I think, I think that was. That was why. That was why. She was telling him to get out because he was telling her she lies. She was. It doesn't do the same thing. So you have, you to, have to say specific exact words? Not specific exact words. No, because, words. because that's what she meant. What, what Wit said yeah. is what you need to do. Saying this is a lie. That's what she saying, said. Saying yeah. this is a lie. She never said that. Oh, I think she did. She never said that. Really? I was listening for it. He said it. I thought they were going to pray right then because he was like, you need to pray for this. But then he never he never did. They never did. He just went and showed her where her family was praying for her. They prayed for her. We never see her praying 
in this entire episode. Well, here's the thing. If well, but, but I mm, yeah. So there is except for in that moment where before he revealed himself, she started praying to God, but she didn't actually um, get to say anything. Right. So that so, so that's the work of thanks. That's the work of sanctification with that. But but here here's um like with her continually being mm-hmm. renewed through the Holy Spirit. But the 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 thing here is that when she told him when she came back into her room, she was saying, "No, you need to leave." Adamantly saying that, reading scripture to rebuke him and to make him leave. Yeah. That. I believe carried the weight of you're telling me a lie because if no, he were not she lying never to communicated her, that she I, just said scripture because she knew that he was advertent to that and he would probably leave if she did. No, that. no, I'm saying her saying you need to leave, you need to get out is the same thing as her saying you're telling me a lie. It's not. But based on what we know of her and based on what we said in the conversation, like beforehand, when she said like, "Do you believe that? Do you believe you weren't responsible mm-hmm. for this?" In the so. In the previous scene, yeah. um, Mrs. Norton says, it's not your fault. Yeah. Do you believe that? She said, yes. So okay, given yeah. that she believes that, going to um, going back to Leonid and telling him to leave, going back to, the, to this demon and telling him to leave, that would carry with it the weight of uh, she knows that he's lying to her yeah. and therefore he's telling her to leave. True. But keep in mind, God can read our thoughts. Demons and the devil cannot. No. What we think oh, right. don't necessarily have the same power as our words. There is a lot of power in our words, especially words with the enemy and words with God mm-hmm. and words with others. Right. But of a spiritual nature, those words are very important, especially if okay. you're rejecting a lie that you have given Satan a foothold in your life through. Okay. So okay. So if we're talking about the the character arc, then. Um, what we see in these episodes, there's obviously more that goes into the, her character than what mm-hmm. we see in these episodes. She obviously continues to be a character, even episodes that she doesn't appear in. Mm-hmm. So all that has to happen in the next episode is for Lena to come back and say, oh, so Olivia, do you want me back? And, he- and her to say, no, you're lying to me. You need to leave. You need to leave for good. Ideally. And that's it. But, mean, but, but here's the thing. We don't need to say that because we know she already, we don't need to see that because we know she already believes it. And that's just a two second interaction. Boom, boom, gone. I don't think we're ever going to see that, especially because there's a lot of things in here that we're assuming happened because we never hear her praying, but we know that she's accepting the faith right. if, for the first and time, we don't, if not for again and we don't re- ha- reaffirming it. And we, we don't necessarily have to see that again. We don't have to see it. No, and I think that it's I'm good. Just, I think that for, as far as the story goes, in like, life, mm-hmm. that does need to happen. Right. In and the it, audio drama, we don't see everything. That does need to happen. I'm assuming it, and because it does need to happen, and because like obviously Marshall knows that as well. Mm-hmm. We know that he, if he were to write the rest of this, that she would do that. Mm-hmm. This episode's again. Yeah, this sure. episode's already 29 minutes yeah. long. I'm not you complaining can't... about how they did that. I'm just clarifying because sure, this is a kids' radio drama, and so this is a very, very serious topic, and that's why they have the parental guidance at the very beginning right, of the episode, right. letting you know your mm-hmm. parents are there. I'm just clarifying. This does need to happen. They didn't include that, showing us her doing that in this episode, which is okay because we don't get to see everything. But that does need to happen. And mm. that's the only thing that was right. missing from here that I kind of would have liked them to add. Right, right. And maybe, we'll, maybe we, will, we will see that. But, and that would be nice if they added it. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we're thinking about it is maybe, well, maybe we're supposed to assume that it's going to happen, which yeah. I'm fine with. Because obviously and we're I think, assuming that from this point on he's not going to show up anymore and everything's going to be fine. And she found her faith again. Like Wilson said, the child of God that was lost is now found again. Mm-hmm. And then she reads the scripture of the lost lamb. Like we're obviously assuming that moving on, she's okay, that she's a Christian, that she's got mentors and people around her that love her, that she knows love her. She knows she's not alone anymore and she's moving forward toward God at this point rather than away from him. Right. Right. 
you know, all this is just me trying to justify that right now. I think this is the best episode of all time. It was so good. It's, it's so good. The only episode that is that's made me bounce up and down in my wow. chair and shake wow. and want wow. to scream wow. so wow. bad. It was so good. Potentially because, mm. not potentially, possibly just because, possibly. Oh my gosh. Really, <laughs> yeah. just because it was so intense and yeah. so, so appropriate to what needed to happen. It followed proper story structure. So it followed the character. It followed scripture. It, it followed. Needed it needed to it be did, intense. It didn't it follow my ex- needed to be intense. It didn't follow my expectations, but it made me think like, oh, that really affected her. And yeah. That small thing grew into something a lot bigger. Yeah, because and that's my ex- part of yeah. the foothold. Because when he gets a little bit, he's going to mm-hmm. keep coming after more and trying to push it and push it and push it. Mm-hmm. She kept letting him in. And then you saw the effects in rejecting her friend, getting revenge on her friend, stopping habits with parents, mm-hmm. not talking to people, pushing everybody in her life away. You got to see the effects of that. And yeah, and that's going to take a long time to, to fix. And and obviously, it's not all fixed here. And I'm guessing that the reconciliation is going to come later. Mm-hmm. Um there is the process yeah. of sanctification that comes after this, and there's not always going to be a lenid in her head coming back and trying to do that. But we do know that God does uh, that, not God, that the devil uses old footholds and tries to gain them mm-hmm. back. Like if you have a right. habit for pride or for lying or for stealing, even if that gets fixed, quote unquote, and God helps you to overcome that through sanctification, that's still a weak spot that's been healed. But it's still a spot that the devil knows he was able to use before. He's going to try to do that again, mm-hmm. which is why it's so important to make right. sure that you're intentional in rejecting the lies that you've given him control over your life through. Right, right. So you, do you think we're going to see that in the future episode? I don't think we're going to see All that, right. but we can All assume right. that that's happened. Right, right. I'm just, I wish that they had included a little bit of it because yeah, it's so yeah. important. They you couldn't. This episode, again, this episode was already yes, that long. They can't cut it, they can't cut it down the anymore. the listeners, yeah. you can't assume that that happens. That it just goes away because you become a Christian and you read Right, right. And I don't that, think, I don't think not, we are. Happen. I don't think anyone listening to this recording yeah. thinks that as well. Um, but yeah. I, um, well, I meant the listeners of the episode. Oh, I know. But I'm, I'm hoping that maybe maybe Chris will say, oh, we still got a Chris thing to listen yes. to. You want to listen to that and then we can yeah. have final thoughts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I yell? Part two was written and directed by Marshall Young. Yeah, Marshall Young! Jonathan Crow. And music by John Campbell. Our executive producer was nice. Dave Arnold. And I'm Chris, hoping you'll join us again next time for more Adventures in Odyssey. And that, the, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I I think uh, Chris mostly focused on focusing on God and well, not on the... Yeah. I appreciated what she said because right. no, it was good. from what she said, she's saying that she went back to her, that Olivia's back to her old self and that when you have faith, you'll wrestle with it. So the way that they're concluding this, I'm going to assume that she was a Christian in the beginning, mm-hmm. that she's been a Christian through all of this, but she has let... Again, and this is realistic, you let the enemy have a foothold in your life and you let him keep coming back mm-hmm. for more and mm-hmm. it grows and then you're going in the opposite direction of God. Even if you're a Christian, that mm-hmm. happens right. where the enemy can have a foothold and you can be running the opposite direction of God. Right. It doesn't mean that you're not a Christian. Yeah. So did what Chris say kind of confirm what we were talking about earlier that, yeah, she's still going to be wrestling with this? Oh, absolutely. That's sanctification. Okay. Then, the then yeah. Enemy is well, I mean, did Chris say that? Back. Did Chris say that though? She didn't say that it was sanctification. <clears throat> she said, and I very much appreciated it, that we're going to wrestle. She right, gave right. the story of Jacob wrestling okay, with okay. God, 
when you're in a relationship with no, God, because yeah, yeah. he is so much more than we're able to comprehend, there's going to be wrestling. Right. That's okay. My point is that the main concern coming out of this is that we didn't see Olivia, um, f- like, fully, re- like, rebuking him, like, telling you, you're a liar, you need to leave, and, like, constantly. No, that's that's true. We didn't actually see right, that Right, but I'm part. saying, did Chris help with that at all? Well, yeah, I, I know that we didn't get to see that. I okay. am going to assume that that happened at some point. Yeah, we, we've already really talked. Really we, we've already talked about. Mentors. We've already talked about this. I'm just okay. saying, with what Chris said specifically, did that help alleviate your worries? Like, okay, well, at least in the episode, the listeners of yeah. this episode are going to like understand that. Yes, she's still going to be struggling with this. Yeah. Okay. Then yeah, best episode. It best episode. Is really good. I really appreciate. I didn't really understand what the whole story of all of this was. But what do you they, mean? Well, like the whole arc. The arc Especially is... seeing Olivia, what the point of all that was. And then Chris seemed to sum it up very, very nicely at the end saying, Oh, you do see the point of all You're going to wrestle. Okay, yeah. You're going to wrestle. You're going to have questions. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. going to have doubts. Right. Christians have doubts. Yeah, I had doubts. We believe something yeah. that's so insane. Mm-hmm. It's a God who created everything in the most intricate and crazy way possible. It is insane. It is hard to comprehend. We're not going to be able to comprehend all of it. Mm-hmm. We're going to have doubts. We're going to have questions. Right. And that is okay. He's big enough to accept our questions, even some of our accusations mm-hmm. and our doubts. He's fine with that. He's right. big enough. He can take it. And hopefully this episode will be a good warning that even if you are struggling with this, know that you're not alone. Yes. You don't believe these lies. Yeah. You have people around who you who care about you, who love you. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be this way. Unclench your fist. Line from alternate right now. Yeah. I, I love my script. But it, but yeah, in, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm I think, very, I think, very happy yeah, with these I think, episodes. I think Marshall, They've been incredible. I think Marshall nailed, nailed this. Ab- absolutely. Yeah. I've been nervous how they were going to end yeah. this saga. But hey, I'm it worked. I'm very, very right? happy with how they ended it. All right. As am I. And I think that's a great note to leave this. So, Rhea... Thanks for covering these six episodes with me. This has been fantastic. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah, we've got I'm very, very happy with how to edit. I we've got so, other reactions. Oh my gosh, in the, I love it. We've got other reactions in the works that I've got to edit, and maybe I'll have oh you on goodness. for some more because this is just this is just so fun. Well, so. Maybe we should finish editing the ones we've done before we do more. <laughs> maybe I don't know. We have a list. I, I like having a backlog, but oh anyway, goodness. we need to head out. So yeah. thank you so much, and I guess I'll see you next time. All right. Yep. I'll see you later. All right. You are listening to AIO. Audio news. Because this, these episodes got to sneeze. <laughs> Sneezing is terrible. Uh, got to sneeze again. <laughs> I am. Yeah, this is this is crazy.